Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Glad you're here. And we're in for a special treat today. We have a special guest, Rick Ginn from, well, what's the name of your company, Rick? My company is uh, Flip With Rick. I was going to say that. Flip yeah. With Rick. <laughs> Can't miss it. No, that's good, good. But we're going to be talking about probates today, and I'm excited about this. Um, everybody, I want you to go to realestateinvestingmastery.com. Check it out. Check out the show notes, the transcription of this voice call podcast, whatever, and uh, check out the show notes. We have links in there and a lot of cool stuff. We also have our Fast Cash Survival Kit. And please leave us a review in iTunes. If you like the show, leave us a review in iTunes. Let us know. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, we appreciate all the reviews that we're getting. Uh, the podcast world is just exploding right now. It seems like there's tons and tons of really good podcasts out there. And uh, we appreciate We've been on this now for six, five years almost. It's blown me away. Um, and it's exciting. Unfortunately, Alex cannot be with us on this show. He's traveling. It's uh, right now coming into the holidays, and he's traveling to go see some families. Um, but I want to jump right into this interview with Rick. We're going to be talking about probates. Uh, Rick's got an amazing, interesting story. He's been doing real estate for 11 years. And since 20, what is that, Rick, 2005? Um, 04 is basically when I started. Okay, 2004. It sounds weird to say that, 2004. And uh, just in the last 11 months, you started doing probate. Is that right? Uh, about 16 months ago. 16 months. He just sent me two checks in Skype. I'm looking at them here. Uh, one was for – I'm opening it up here. One was for what? I can't see it, Rick. Like, One's uh, just over 30000 Yes, $30,033.03. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was for 15000 These are probate deals. From this month, this was like looking at my calendar here about two weeks ago. Correct. And you got another two on the uh, coming in, right? I'll have two more done this week, and I sh I should gross around eighty this month just wholesaling probates. Awesome. So if anybody's interested in learning how to wholesale probates in a very competitive market, Rick is in Port St. Lucie, Florida, which is north of um, Palm Beach, right? Correct. Very competitive market. If you guys are interested in learning about probates, then this is going to be the podcast for you. Uh, Rick put together a course just recently. We're going to be talking about it. Um, but if you want more information on Rick's course, go to probatejoe.com, probatejoe.com. That's my affiliate link, and you'll be glad you did. Rick's going to be talking about a free um, bonus that he's giving to folks who just go to that link. He's not offering it to anybody else and it's an actual recording of well, who was this Rick that went to the courthouse and recorded? Yeah, it's uh, one of my students that has never done a real estate deal. Walked into the courthouse, um, recorded the conversation um, using my script, and walked away with all the access to probates. She actually got them online, <laughs> and has been able to go on and do multiple deals from home and. My course just gave her the confidence to walk in and understand how to ask correctly to walk into a courthouse. Because a lot of the problems with investors is you just don't ask the right questions. Yeah. And my system teaches you how to get through that. 
So this was actually in the courthouse, not on the phone. No, this is actually in the courthouse. So uh, I took names out and everything like that. And, and to be honest with you, um, your your podcast is the only one I've offered um, this free offer to at uh, probatejoe.com. So everybody else has to pay for it. But I use it as a tutorial to train you. And if I can get a newbie rookie to walk in and walk out with 15 probate leads, there's no reason you can't do it as well. <laughs> That's, That's the neat thing about the course. Is it? Awesome. You, I'm 11 years. And uh, my biggest regret in my real estate investing is I didn't start this type of investing 11 years ago. Well, what made you, let's start about talking about that then, Rick. What made you decide to get into probates? Because you've heard about it before. It's not like something new, a new concept for you. But what made you decide, I've done a lot of deals. I think I'll do probate now. Well, you know what? I, um, as everyone knows, I'm, I'm, I'm very good at direct mail. I, I come from the, back in 04, I was recruited with uh, Kathy Kennebrook, and, and she's taught me how to be a beast in direct mail. And and I forgot to I forgot to mention that Rick, you're the handwritten postcard guy. Yeah, <laughs> you're um, the- and I still use that, and it's it's the handwritten postcards is become like a, a phenom. Like yeah. people really, um, I mean, people are having. Trem- I have more testimonials than I never dreamed it would um, be this big. It's gone on to be one of the most amazing um, things. But as you know, the more and more investors who join in and we're all getting more creative with um, direct mail because I remember telling you, um, you know, Joe, you got to answer the phones. And mm-hmm. you were kind of like, hey, man, answer the phones. That's a revolutionary idea. As the competition goes up, you have to up your game. Yeah. So I sit around with investors like I got Tom Kroll in my local market. And we sit around and talk about, you know, every which way to do a deal. And every time I brought up probates, even with Tom and other people, they all go, man, they're, they're just, they're difficult. You got lawyers, you got courthouses, it's a nightmare, and then you deal with death. And I've been told this for 11 years. Yeah. And uh, I was getting more frustrated with the return. I still get a return on direct mail, it's just not as good. So I decided to go where no one else seems to want to go. And I thought probates were probably done to death. So I just said, man, the light bulb went off my head. I go, if everyone's going to avoid doing probates, there's got to be something there. And I took it during the hottest time in the market right now in one of the busiest markets in South Florida. And I'll tell you this, it is my number one um, profit producing deals. I also went through all the deals every quarter. I break down and look at my business and my average, my average wholesale deal in my market um, was around eighty five hundred bucks. My average probate deal was twenty thousand plus. Wow! And I said, I remember pointing to uh, my employees, "How can we get more of these?" And they go, "Well, you know, I don't know probate." So I looked around for some courses, um, and it was just nobody seemed to really give me a a roadmap from A to Z. And I said, "Just how can we do more?" And I just decided to completely laser focus my effort on probates. And I'll tell you, Joe, I failed miserably in the first three to four months. Yeah. I mean, I fell on my face. I screwed up deals. I pissed people off. And from there, I decided to do just rip. I mean, I just ripped the lid off of it. 
I took everything, all the fiction, the fact, and I verified everything. And I worked with a lawyer, a title company, I worked with realtors, and I went to my courthouse. And I probably spent 10 grand hiring professionals to verify and educate myself as much as I could on the probate process. And here I am about 18 months later, I do anywhere from three to five deals a month at 20 grand average profit. I still do my direct mail. I still do you know, my website capturing, but I got to tell you, probates hands down is the most exciting way to capture a deal. They are the most highly motivated sellers and there is much, much less competition than you think out there because there are a lot of roadblocks to do probates. So I just engineered it like from head to toe and I tackled some of the most amazing pieces of it. Like I found that probates, we want to talk about absentee owners. You know how all the investors are hammering them? Yeah. Probates are the, what I call instant absentee owners. They are the best clients in the world to work with. 95% of the homes I deal with are vacant. The other stat is almost all of them need a high amount of a rehab. So you give me an instant absentee owner with a vacant home that needs rehab, and I'll show you any investor in the country that can put that deal together. So I love probates. It, it was a journey, and the idea of, of my product is to help people cut through it because I've been on the other side of the fence where I'm kicking and scratching to figure out how to do a deal. And um, I don't want people to go through the same thing I did. So it's a very niche market. And yeah. if I could do probates across 50 states, I would do it, Joe. But it's not really scalable in that size. But the good news is it's scalable in your local market. And with my system, I show you how to scale it in your local market, automate it, and just crush it. So awesome. um, I love probates, man. I really, really do. I think we should just end the podcast right there. <laughs> Probatejoe.com. What else do you need to know? It works. Um, it's, I, I mean, my God, I, I tell you, vacant homes, you give me a vacant home with an out-of-state owner that's an absentee owner that really wants to get rid of the headache. And um, yeah, I, know, I just – I'm very, very, very passionate about um, doing probates and um, – you know what? I gave I gave Rob Swanson the system. I told him to test it out. And he came back. He goes, Rick, you struck gold. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, it's probate gold. I'm like, hey, maybe we should call the product that. He goes, eh, that, that's a little much. And I said, you know, why should I help everyone else? He goes, you kind of, he goes, are you going to do all 50 states? I said, no. He goes, we'll help people out. Everybody wins with your system. And that's how I came up with it. So. Excellent. Let me ask you then, let's talk about probate. Let's rewind a little bit. What is a probate lead? Okay. Let's just walk through the basics. A probate is basically, it actually originates, it goes back all the way back to the 1500s, I believe. A probate is just a legal process that a family member is going to go through to wind up the deceased estates. So um, if somebody passes away, they typically going to have, you know, sometimes a car. Most likely they have real estate and typically they're going to have like bank accounts, stocks, bonds, stuff of that nature. The purpose of probate 
is to announce the world. Um, so-and-so has passed away and a person is typically going to be appointed the personal representative or the executor to wind up the affairs, to wrap up any debts that are owed against the deceased and distribute the proceeds according to their will. And the idea of probate is to ensure that fairness and everything is looked for the person that cannot speak for themselves, which is the deceased. So typically in a probate process, they're going to assign a person prior to death to handle their affairs. And that's typically someone they trust, typically a family member, and it's their job to handle the probate. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then as an investor, this is a property that is potentially in disrepair, outdated, needs a lot of work. Yeah. It's vacant. A lot of times it's grandma's house or mom's house. They lived in New York. She lived down in Florida. And listen, when, when people get older, they, they tend to concentrate on just daily functions of life. All of a sudden, an updated kitchen is not as important. And I've had houses where people, you know, 40, 50 years, it looks like a museum when you walk into it. I mean, actual Mm -hmm. like museums. So most of the probate you're going to deal with is typically going to be, it's going to have deferred maintenance. It's definitely going to be outdated. And these are the perfect properties as wholesalers that we sell to our clients that need rehab. That's why I love them. Right. And so you typically get these properties are free and clear a lot of times, right? Nine out of 10 are free and clear. And um, the beauty of it, (laughs) sometimes I get one that's got a mortgage that was refinanced. I teach you in my system, if there is a mortgage and you're not getting the numbers you need, I teach them how to do terms on a subject too. And let me ask you this, Joe, is we, you know, if you've ever done a subject too, and I know you're very good at those. Yeah. um, When you're taking over a deceased person's mortgage, you typically don't get a big objection from the family as long as they're getting the money they need up front. Yeah. So say, here's an example. If um, I offer $80,000 on a house, you know, say it's worth, 120,000 needs some mild fix up and I know I can turn around and wholesale it for 95. They say no 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 no. Mr. Gim, we we really need we need 100 and we're we're stuck at that number. Well, I go in and I'll just verify, you know, the 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 information on the mortgage, the payment. So I just did one recently. They had a $576 mortgage payment. House needed $2,500 worth of work, no back payments, and they owed 90 grand on the house. Now, the house is worth like 110. You know, we offered them a cash buyout. It didn't work out. So instead of walking away from that deal, I said, would you be interested in a creative financing situation? They said, if you can get us, we wound up giving them $3,500. Mm-hmm. And the neat thing about it is, once the heir says, hey, that's fine, it is, they're more than happy to hand you over a current mortgage. And as the heirs, I still tell you to read through the fine print of the mortgage, and most of them will provide it for you. You want to talk about the ultimate subject to property. Um, the terms, 
if there's 20 years left on it, you've got 20 years to cash it out. And you can, you can do whatever you want with the property. You can turn it into a rental. You can do a lease option. There's a million different options you can do. So even the ones that I can't buy out, that they're not coming to the price point to me, we just turn around and do terms. And I kind of deem that probate gold in my system. And I get more subject to deals off probates than any other form of marketing I got going right now. That's amazing. And, you know, I'm thinking about this too. The You're in Florida though. Correct. They call it, um, <laughs> I heard somebody the other day called, and this is, I, I don't mean to be insensitive. <laughs> somebody called Florida okay. uh, God's waiting room. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's, but here's the reality is you can actually look up your local state statistics and, you know, there's, there's two definites in life. We all hear about it. It, it's what taxes and death, and, and it seems like taxes is somewhat optional these days to certain people. But statistically, X amount of people are going to die every year. Mm-hmm. So, what's that tell you about probates? We're so quick to investors as to jump on the hottest, latest thing going, and I've gotten caught up into this yo-yo wheel, and we forget some of the basic roots. Probates have been around forever; they're not going to change, Joe. The technology will change, but the probates, they're always going to be there. Good, bad market, indifferent, it doesn't matter. Those leads are always going to be there. And I think we overcomplicate with all these systems we have in place. I'm telling you right now, you can do probates working a a 50-hour-a-week job, and you can do it – I know you don't want to hear this, but you can do it on a yellow pad and a cell phone. It's very, very simple. So it's – you collect your leads, you call people back, and you help them. And you know my system's designed to help everybody out with it. Another little trick with my system that people really, really love, and I found this out the hard way, is you can actually educate your sellers on how you can buy the probate property prior to the probate being completed. And they get really, really excited when I tell them this information. Most people don't know it. The... the uh, the attorneys never really volunteer it, but if your seller agrees on a contract, depending on what your state is, it's a little bit processed. But like here in Florida, if I contract with a seller, we just present the contract to the petitioning attorney. He gives it to the judge. He signs off on an order, and that property is liquidated right then and there. I, I can transfer title. I can wholesale it, do whatever I want. Why would the personal rep want to do that? Because they don't want to deal with the maintenance. They don't want to deal with mowing the lawn. They're tired of looking at the property. And a lot of people emotionally just want to get rid of it because it's, you know, you got to understand it, when, when someone dies, it, it's, it's taxing on the family. It, it, sometimes the property just reminds them of that person and they want, they want to get it sold. And so there's opportunity to go there. But there's so many little tricks to the trade I learned in the 16 months of me doing it, that every month I was able to do more and more deals. So um, I do a total of just four counties, and uh, uh-huh. it keeps me it keeps me busy. I can tell you that, and I enjoy it. Now, how much marketing are you sending a month to probates? In, okay, in the, well, I, and, and how many counties are you doing this in? Um, I do four counties. Just to let you know, I, I have a small county 
I live in, and it's a population of 30, I don't know, 35, 40,000 people, which is safe to say that's tiny, right? Yeah. I get a deal every other month from it. So sometimes the tinier counties are actually better because I have less competition and it's very easy for me to um, get the leads. Okay. So I mail to uh, another tip um, for your students, you know, mail to the beneficiaries. Well, Rick, why would we mail to the beneficiaries? Well, the beneficiaries will point you in the way to get the, the personal reps contact information. They'll usually right away give you Aunt Sally's phone number, her email, and a correct mailing address. And that's why I mail to the beneficiary. So a typical probate will have um, one PR, occasionally two, and a couple errors. If there's more than four errors, I don't even work with them because, I mean, I've only got four in my family. To get all four members in my family to agree to one thing is almost nearly impossible when we go out to dinner. So... Give me eight or nine people. <laughs> it, it's just, it's too much energy for me as an investor. And I've tracked the numbers. I've never done a deal with more than four errors that makes sense to me. Yeah. So on my typical county, like, um, it's, it's, it's so small, it's going to like upset a lot of people. But of my four counties, I do about 250 to 300 pieces of mail total. And that includes the beneficiaries. Now, wow. it's very, very low. My, my typical callback um, is around 10% on it. And that's why I love probate so much. You can't even touch those numbers with direct mail with all the competition. Probate is really no different in direct mail. Once they call us, we do everything in our power to strike a conversation, get rapport with them, and get an appointment. Like, we do it fast because a lot of the people are out of state but if I mailed more than 250 pieces in a month, I'd be shocked. Now, on my other mailing systems, I mail as much as 10,000 pieces. And I promise you I'm not getting 10% on that. I sure. used to. But uh, that's the exciting thing about probate is you – my systems, as you know, with the handwritten postcard, is all about giving the investor absolute control. And – I love to outsource things. Don't get me wrong, Joe. There's a lot of stuff I outsource. I have a lot of VAs and I have a lot of people that work for me. But I think sometimes people don't understand. If you don't understand what you're outsourcing, don't do it. You've got to walk a mile in someone's shoes to completely understand what you're doing. So in my system, I teach you how to automate everything. But I'm very clear that you do everything the first time yourself to figure out how to do it. Like – let me tell you, my biggest frustration in probate marketing, when I first started out, everyone told me to go get these um, lead list services. You ever heard about them? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm not naming names. I mean, they're, it sounds in theory, it sounds perfect, doesn't it, Joe? I, I pay um, – the average service is 300 bucks a month. Uh-huh. And every week, every week or every other week, you download the uh, – you give me an Excel spreadsheet with all the probate leads. Sounds perfect, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to do the gas and – Wow. <laughs> I found out the hard way. I didn't get a deal. I used the services for four months and I didn't get one deal. The minute I got, I decided to take control of it and go down to the courthouse myself and figure out how to do this so I could train my employees to do it, my phone started ringing off the hook. I found the information was typically erroneous. How did I know that? I got returned mail. 
I don't get any return mail on my probates now. Um, a lot of the information was very dated, 30, 45 days old. That doesn't work in today's market. I teach you how to go get the leads right away. So if I'm doing four counties at 300 bucks, that's $1,200 a month. That adds up to some big numbers over the year for a beginner investor to swallow. So I find that most people that are eager to start out, people that you reach out to a lot and work with is they're high on energy but low on money, right? Sure. So get off your butt, get over the courthouse, get the leads, and get the mail out as soon as possible. And then my other little secret, which you know me and I, I told you when we spoke earlier in the year was you got to answer your phone live. Listen, if you've only got 100 letters going out and say 10 people are going to call you, answer the phone live. Because I will tell you, if you answer your phone live, the probability of a deal is much, much higher. And I find with probates, if you answer that phone, they're calling you on their terms. They want to talk about getting the property sold. And if you don't talk to them, they're not going to talk to you again. They're, they're a completely different motivated seller than we typically um, target. And you have to treat them differently. And I walk everyone through on how to do it. Like we don't have a script per se. We have a checklist because, I mean, if you ever deal with someone who's passed away, uh-huh. you've got to be compassionate. You've got to want to help people. You can't just go in and say, is that the best you can do? Because you're going to get hung up on. Sure. So that's what I, I try to teach. And I learned the hard way because I tried with a script. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to be real with these people. I'm going to treat them like they're my mother. And I want to help the family out. And that's how I approach probates. And I tell everyone, if you're just in it for the money, please don't do it because you've got to want to help people out. So sure. Imagine if someone passed away in your family unexpectedly and you got to deal with the house and you were on the other side of the country and an investor sent you a letter and you go, you know what, that sounds interesting, but I'm skeptical. Now imagine if they call you and it goes straight to a voicemail and it's like, you know, I, you know, Piranha Homes will buy your home fast and, uh, you know, they're done. They, they're not, they have a much lower tolerance and impatience and I've learned this through my experience. So that, that's the main thing that you want to uh, focus on. So I teach investors how to save $300 a month and go get real fresh leads that actually give them results. And if I could find a list service that would actually deliver me you know, on-time leads with accurate information, I would use them. It actually, it would be much easier with my system just to complement it with a list source, but Unfortunately, I've tried every one and I get the same results every time. So I gave up. Now, a lot of counties will have access to court records, right? Correct. And um, you can go in there and find probate uh, court cases. But is that going to be different than what you get when you actually go to a courthouse? Well, the, the unique thing about the United States is we have over 3,600 counties and I do four counties and I can drive 20 miles down the road and it's like I not I entered another country or state, but they have completely different procedures. So in my system, what I do is teach you how to sit down with your local courthouse. You get the right courthouse. And if you're super nice and you kill them with kindness, you don't demand stuff. These are typically government employees, county employees. 
And if you have a good relationship with them after a while, they will give you the blueprint on how to get the leads. They will tell you how many investors in your county are actually getting this list. They will give you so much intel, it will blow you away. So I just helped somebody do a county with uh, a million plus, and he went down to the courthouse, did exactly what I said, and he said only four people are getting this information, and two of them are realtors. But he assumed there was like 100 investors doing it. And the harder it is to get the information, you should be cheering and jumping up and down because that means it's that much harder for any of your competition or any investors or realtors to get that information. It's exciting. So what I do is I teach you how to go to the courthouse. It's all about quality questions. If you walk in there and say, I need the probates, they're going to say, give me a case number or give me a name. And they're going to know you don't know what you're doing and they're going to kick you out. They're not there to give you legal advice. They're there to service the county records, specifically the public records, and you have to know how to ask the quality questions. So if you go in with like a blanket statement, they probably hear it like 50 times a day between foreclosures and, and you got to understand they get tired of like the same dumb questions. So the idea is to educate you. And what I do is I go above and beyond all 50 states. I put in your, your, your probate statutes. You got to study them. This is like a classroom. And then I teach you about FOIA. You ever heard that one? No. Uh-uh. The Freedom of Information Act. Okay. There's a federal law, but federal law does not apply to county courthouses. So when people say, I'm going to call FOIA on it, I mean, a lot of times they'll laugh you out of the courtroom. Each state has is mandated to have a FOIA um, law. So like Florida has a FOIA law and it'll spell out in there. It will spell out what your rights are to get access to public records. And by law, they have to follow that protocol. Every state's a little bit different. Some states are a little bit crazy about it. But when you walk into a courtroom and you're educated on the probate process, which you just read the statutes, it's pretty straightforward. You're educated on your local FOIA laws. You know what you have the rights to. Your confidence level goes through the roof. Because when someone says no to you, I never, you know, I, you're going to get a lot further in life if you're just super nice to people and try to help them. Um, you cannot, and I tell people, do not walk in with the FOIA laws in your hand. I tell people to print it out and put it in a binder as, as last case scenario. I have yet to have one person have to use you know, the FOIA like death stick because the county actually can get up to a $10,000 fine if they don't give you access to the public records. Now, they can have you pull out the hard copy. Mm-hmm. or a lot of them go online and a lot of them make you go in the courthouse to get like online access. And then you can, you can either print it out or some of them let you save it. Some counties um, you can actually set up like a business account and you can pay like, I think I pay like 50 cents a file and you can get access online. The key is just go in and ask questions, and eventually you, you're going to find the most efficient way to get the leads. That's all the lead list services do. They're, yeah. you're, they're just hiring someone local to go in there and pull that information. Here's the problem with the lead services. They sell that exact same information to everybody. So 
if you're getting the exact same information as everybody, you no longer have a competitive advantage in my opinion. And that's why I gave up on the lead services. Probably at one time they were pretty good because 30 or 45 day old probate lead probably worked well. In today's market, it doesn't work. Like I've already got the probates from this morning. We've already sealed the envelopes and I've got 12 letters going out. Most of the time, my prospects are getting my mail before they even get court documents. And that's what invokes the phone call. Hey, what's this letter about? And that's the unique thing about the uh, priority probate system. Really, really cool stuff. I got a couple questions going through my mind. Like, what does your letter say? Does it say, I'm sorry about your loss? Yeah, does... I just... So you it... do actually do that? Yeah, because I've tried it every which way, and there's no way to walk around it. I mean, just as I say, get the white elephant out of the room and just just say, you know, I offer sincere condolences. Um, there's no other way to put it. And we just simply walk through and said, listen, we're... I'm interested in purchasing a property in that area. I know at this time it's probably not the best time for you, but in the event you decide to liquidate the property, I would really appreciate a phone call and like the opportunity to give you an all cash offer. Okay. And I tell them, we tell them, listen, you know, by the way, we can show you how we can buy the, the, uh, the property prior to the appropriate process being completed. And the idea is just to invoke like, you know what, I'm going to give this guy a call. And very straightforward. We try to make them all as personable as possible. And no, I don't recommend using a handwritten postcard for probates. It doesn't work. Trust me, it doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> um, now, when you're looking at all these records, do you have a way? I know every county is different, but can you tell whether they have real property or not, real estate? Yeah, I mean, every st- without going into every state laws, uh, a big part is studying your state statutes. Like, here's a little tip. If you live in Florida, um, if a husband and wife own a property together and one passes away, that property technically doesn't have to go through probate. But you have a high probability of them selling the house because they typically going to move into a condo in Florida or like a nursing home. So the lawyer typically won't put the property on the, uh, the probate because he doesn't have to. But what we teach you to do is cross-reference every deceased names with your local property appraiser site, and that makes them a prospect. That's a deal that none of your other, no competitor knows about. And those are typically wind up, um, we find a lot of deals, um, you know, the inheritance list. Everyone talks about it and raises it. It's great. Um, I have the inheritance list crushed long before any investors ever get a deal on it. Like, all inheritance is going to go through some sort of probate process. It's just a matter of where they fall into it. So here's what I do with my system. I want everyone to be a real estate investor first. I've learned the hard way. I don't want to wear the contractor's hat. I definitely don't want to wear the lawyer's hat. I don't want to wear the title company's hat. I have to focus on lead generating activity. So my whole system is designed about generating leads controlling them and getting the phones to ring. So here's what I teach you to do. I teach you how to pull a probate document. You can typically print it out. And then I teach you how to recruit a local probate attorney to take an hour with them and explain what am I looking for in this document. That will literally save you about two months right there. I mean, I'm telling you, I did this the hard way. 
And then typically the title company will even go into greater depth because they understand probate has a lot to do with, with uh, title. And like down here in the Southeast, most attorneys are tied in with the title company. So I teach you how to kind of go out and interview a uh, probate attorney, a title company, and a realtor because I don't want brand new people trying to do everything. It's my biggest mistake when I started out investing. And when I did this, you're going to make more money by generating the leads. You're going to have some crazy stuff come up. Don't sweat it. Get somebody on your team. Get it solved. And they all get paid at the closing table. So you can print the document and go over it with your title company and a probate lawyer. And they'll go, okay, there's the address. There's where you want to look at the property address. There's the PR's name. And then there's their mailing address. And I would have them highlight it. And I used it as like my master sheet to find the four pieces of information I needed for every uh, probate file. Interesting. Okay. So don't do everything yourself. Recruit people to help you out with your team. You'll make a lot more money doing it that way. Have you ever, sometimes, um, you know, it, it may take a family months and months to decide that they finally want to sell the house. So, you know, if you want to, if you're only mailing 250 a month in your county and you wanted to mail more, um, have you ever looked at just going into the county and seeing the deeds, the last deed that was transferred, um, the last deed that was filed? You know, if it was a quit claim deed, um, could it be a possibility that that property was in probate at one time? Does that yeah, make sense? I, I do. I do quit claim um, deed marketing and there's a chance in every quick claim deed. But once you have that probate, and I even, you know, I run you through the whole spreadsheet on how to, how to manage it to do a, uh, a mail merge to kind of automate your system so you don't have to like sit there and try to do everything yourself is obviously we mail them a letter at first. 30 days later, I'll follow up with my typical, you know, we buy houses postcard. And then I'll do one more 45 days after. You'd be surprised. Typically, they always call you on the letter. Either they put it in their personal file, and I've had people call me eight months later because they thought it was classy. You answered your phone, and you know, follow up is the name of the game. But some of them are going to want to wait till the probate's done, and that's fine. But you, if you already have that probate open, instead of like if I pull the quick claim deeds, I mean, they can be. It can be as many as like a couple thousand people in my area. So I'd rather mail to the 200 people on this list because I know they're a little bit more targeted. Um, I don't knock on doors. I've even heard some people doing cold calls. I just don't believe you bother people when, when someone's passed away on the phone. I'm all about cold calling, but that's just too cold for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. So once you have that list, it's, it's just a follow-up. I find the postcard afterwards is just easier is cheaper and it's more efficient. And you, so you're either going to catch them first or you're going to catch them last. I don't want to chase them down on the inheritance list. I, I think it's, it's too costly and there's not enough deals on there. So I want to catch them long before it ever gets to that list. Sure. But, you know, do you want to mail the 2000 people or you want to do a targeted 200? I think you got a better odds at the 200. Yeah, that's good. Really good. And you were, you mentioned inherited properties, how do you find inherited properties? Let's say you, you're mailing to probates already and you want to mail more. How do you go in and find an inherited besides buying the lists? Well, an, an inheritance is, is by definition, 
It's just a trans a how do I put this? It's a legal transfer by a judge from one party to another. So every probate has to go through some sort of legal process to transfer a title. Um, so really an inheritance is if, if grandma died and she leaves it to her grandson, he's the only surviving member, then the problem is every county and every state's a little bit different how they enter into that deed transfer. They're not all quick claim deeds. I wish it was easy as just identifying it. And in my opinion, if you have that address, you could, if you wanted to do it that way and do a pre-inheritance lift, you could cross-reference and track the probate leads and just you could do a search and see when the deed transfers. So if it transfers to the grandson and say he's living in St. Louis, now you have a new target to chase and you can do it that way. That's the inheritance list. They have complicated software that helps sort for each county those types of transfers. And there's several ways you can do it depending on how the judge enters into the agreement. So I wish I could just tell you it's a standard warranty deed or it's a quick claim deed. Typically, it is a quick claim deed, but that's not always the case. Okay. The idea is to beat everyone to the inheritance list. So if it's already on the probate list, I guarantee at some point, sure. inheritance is going to wind up being a probate list. And I just find the inheritance list, I mean, they're... There's deals there. I've bought off them before, but I, I just it was so hit or miss. I found out chasing the probates down is a much better way to do it. So as I said, if I could go back in time and get this time machine that we all wish we could do, if I just did probates from the beginning, I, I don't even know if I would have touched these other lead sources. I still do them all, Joe. I, I believe you've got to have multiple avenues to get leads from, but the probates, they're not going anywhere. It's going to be the same system in 20 years from now. So the neat thing about my product is this training is going to stand for 20 years. The only thing that's going to change is the technology to get access to the leads. That's the only thing you can really update in it. That's good. So um, I think everybody should do probates. If you're a seasoned investor and you thought like I did, you would have left $360,000 on the sideline this year. 360 grand just because I decided to do something that nobody else seemed the one to do and I wasn't getting as good as results on the direct mail. I still do direct mail. I still get deals. But my profit level is about two and a half, almost three times higher on a probate deal. Yeah. And that's why we try to focus in on, on, our, uh, on our flips. Good, good. And yes, you can wholesale probate deals just like a regular deal. Sure. Absolutely. Good. Rick, this has been really informative. I appreciate you spending some time talking about it. It's definitely something that I'm looking at in my own business thinking, why haven't I done more of this? <laughs> why haven't I done more of this? Well, I'll send you a, um, I'll send you the product. I'll, I'll sign you up on an Infusionsoft account. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it's a lot of information. So it's, uh, you know, just take a time and take a look at it. But um, I just got, I, I bought, $3,000 worth of courses before I did it. And I just, between you and me, I, I just, I put them all in the garbage can. It just, it was so impractical. It didn't work. And I'm like, nobody wanted to teach an investor how to get a real fresh lead. And once I figured that out, I mean, the, the, the wheels just, I mean, I had to try to hold the wheels on the bus. We were doing so many deals. And then even my own employees are like, why don't you just do probate solely? I go, Ugh. 
So I reached out to my buddy Rob. I said, Rob, can you do me a favor? Test this in a completely different market and let me know if it works. And he goes, man, he goes, they were like three of the easiest deals I've ever done, Rick. And that's how we kind of came up with, you know, let's try to get this in everybody's hands. Good. And that's how I wound up doing it. So Good, good. And you're going to give everybody who goes to probatejoe.com a special access to a real recording that your student did going into yeah, the courthouse. It's an actual courthouse recording just basically requesting to get probate leads in their particular county. So it's um, it's kind of like ninja stuff. It's, it's really cool. And um, I couldn't get this information. And I felt when I was putting um, the formal product together that um, I reached out and asked people, I said, what would you really like? I go, man, if, boy, if I could just be a shoulder on your fly when you walk in there, I go, done. And I go, man, you know what? I could do this in my sleep. Let me send somebody in there with zero experience with basically um, my bullet points to go through. And um, she walked out of there so excited, jumping up and down. She's like, I got online access. They told me how to get it. They told me how many investors were getting the list. I thought there was like 30 and there's only two. And just the light bulb went off. And every time I have a student go in there, I'm like, hey, let's, let's just get in there and rip it open. And that's the exciting part. It's not as complicated as you think. It's just you've got to do it. This is work. You've got to go out there and get the leads. Once you get the leads, you just implement your regular system yeah. and get them going. So and answer the anybody phones. Anybody goes through, and answer, yeah, probate Joe, phones. I will give you, I'm only doing this with, with uh, Joe, so don't ask me outside of here, is I give you the actual full-length courthouse recording of a newbie student walking in. And it's one of my female students. So I, I picked the person that was going to have the hardest time doing this. And you're going to find out it's, it's real. It's, it's uncensored, the whole thing. So I find people just love it because they go, man, if she can do it, I can do it. That's so awesome. forget me and you going in there. Let's send somebody in there and says, I can't do it. And uh, she knocks it out of the park. Excellent. <laughs> well, thank you, Rick. <laughs> I sure appreciate you taking the time to talk about this. Guys, go to probatejoe.com. This is, uh, there are a lot of people out there teaching this up sometimes, but this is not that difficult. It can be intimidating. Uh, I, we, I have these uh, monthly wholesaling masterminds here in St. Louis, and the biggest wholesalers in the room, guess what? They market to probates. Why? Because they work, right? Now, don't think that because big, the biggest wholesalers are already doing it that you can't do it. But no, there's, there's definitely room for you, especially if you're using the special letters that Rick's talking about. And especially if you answer the phones. I mean, that's, that's gold advice right there. Yeah, and I give you the actual letters in my kit so you don't have to, you don't have to try something. I'll give you the stuff that actually produces. Yeah. Great, Rick. Thanks a lot. Sure appreciate it. Awesome. I appreciate it. And if anyone has any questions or uh, comments, you can go to, you can get me at info at flip with Rick or every Tuesday and Thursday at 3 PM I'm on uh, Periscope and I typically talk about probates and uh, handwritten postcards. And uh, you can catch me at uh, just Rick in G I N N and uh, I'm live every Tuesday and Thursday. So if you got a question, just, just give me a shot. I'll be happy to help you out. Good. All right, Rick. Thanks. I appreciate it. Take care, everybody. See you later. Bye-bye. 